and whoop de doo <laughs> No, go on. Um, <laughs> do, do. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I gotta finish it. Um, <laughs> so mission oh, last week. Um. No, go ahead, go ahead. It's never good. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. It's a very special episode. I feel like we say that a lot, but it is a very special episode, at least for me, Cole. Um, I wanted to do a semi-commemorative episode uh, for my sister, who sadly passed away a few weeks ago. Uh, The episode's not going to be completely about my sister. In fact, it'll be a small amount just commemorating her. Uh, But the bottle I bought uh, is a crazy awesome bottle, and I bought that bottle specifically for her and her honor. And... uh, so, yeah, we're drinking Redbreast 21 today. Before I get into anything else, let's get into some business. Uh, great way to support us is patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Uh, that is a great way that uh, a good amount of our listeners have really partaken in uh, supporting us financially. It's been great. We are almost to the point where we don't really have to pay for expenses. Uh, and that is awesome. Mm-hmm. We would love to get to that point. And then the next goal after that is to be able to have a bottle budget incorporated into the Patreon. So if you want to help us, if you want to buy us bottles, even just by giving three, five, ten dollars a month, or even you could give more, but those are the lower end ones. There is stuff in it for you. We do give samples uh, via courier <laughs> to <laughs> our. You see how I caught myself? That good. Um, yeah, to to our listeners every now and then, just as a thank you, uh, and some some crazy stuff. Like I gave cured oak. Uh, mm-hmm. sent it up uh, to our good friend uh, uh, Jason Preston the uh, uh, probably a few months ago. And uh, that wasn't the only thing I gave. Uh, I gave a good amount of like other things like Uncut Unfiltered, Smoke Wagon, just some crazy cool samples that our Patreon subscribers get to partake in. And we are so grateful to help them because they're help- happy to help us. Let's... That, that, I'll leave it there for the uh, business... And I'll talk a little bit about Trisha, my sister, uh, probably probably in the middle of the shooting the breeze. But before I talk about Trisha, before I shoot my own breeze, that sounds <laughs> weird. Um, I, how are you doing, Robbie? You know, I'm doing pretty well, man. Uh, it's uh, so when this comes, <laughs> when this comes out, it'll be what November 30th. So Thanksgiving will be over, and we're officially into the yep. holiday season. I will tell you this: I am a stickler. Like I am like. You don't celebrate Christmas. You don't put up Christmas decorations. You don't start anything Christmas. No uh, Christmas music until the Friday after Thanksgiving. Well, actually, actually, next take the yep. Thursday evening when you're kind of winding down. That's yeah. when I can do it. So after dinner, all that stuff. But this year, I don't know if it's COVID or whatnot. I'm like, I'm ready. Like I, my wife's like, yeah, let's put it, let's put a tree up. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. You know, I need some holiday cheer. Dude, I'm all yeah. about it right now. Like we were listening to Christmas carols in the car. Uh, so I'm, it's, it's the holiday nice. season, man. I'm excited. It's been good. Um, I mentioned last week. And whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> no, go on. Um, <laughs> do, do. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I got to finish it. Um, so I mentioned oh, last um. week. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's never going like, to dream it. I gotta, you can't just stop it. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go. <laughs> well, I mentioned we got a new puppy, so we got this little. Uh, oh, I. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Tell me. That was the last one. That was the last one. Oh gosh, it's so hard not to keep it going, though, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, but we got a little dog. He's a Shih Tzu uh, poodle mix. So he's this tiny little guy. He's like four okay. pounds. His name's Bocephus yeah, Mugget. Cute. And uh, oh, really? Yeah, Bocephus. What's his, what's his um, nickname? Uh, we just call Bo? him Bo. He's Bobo. Bobo the clown. Okay, uh, cool. Mugget. Be muggy. I don't I know, we, we call him a lot of stuff. Yeah, Bocephus Mugget. Um, but it's funny though, because like when nice. we we're driving to pick him up, I, my, my wife's like trying to think of all these names, and we were gonna go like with an Ewok name or Gizmo or something. And I kept saying Bocephus just to upset her. She's like, "We're not naming it Bocephus." <laughs> Somehow uh-huh. he got named Bocephus. So anyway, nice. Got the new dog, and uh, oh man. So girl, last episode I was talking about getting rid of the girls' dinkies, binkies, pacifiers, uh-huh. yeah. and we had the worst anguishing like hell gnashing oh. of teeth nap ever they were screaming oh. they were mad at us 
Uh, and then it's, that was about it. So they're doing awesome now. So we yep. have one nap where they're like, this is not okay. We didn't sign up for the, and then they're like, they're cool with it now. Uh-huh. So, so that's good. I don't know, man. Life's pretty good. We got our first, our, one of our, our second snow today here and, um, nice. just hanging out and the house is cozy. So yeah, life is pretty good and yeah, it's been all right. So how are you doing, man? I know we didn't get, to get too, into things too much last week. Um, because we had another yeah. one of what's coming, becoming a Patreon thing that's not on a tier is yeah. like having a Patreon members on the podcast. So we didn't get yeah. too much time between the two of us to really shoot the breeze. But how you doing, bud? I'm, uh, you know, considering time after, uh, you know, the memorial last week, uh, kind of getting back into the swing of life, I feel pretty good uh i'm a little distracted by things and that's a good thing i i'm not one to just i don't i don't want to mourn um i do mourn but i don't want to dwell in that i don't mm-hmm. want to just be like oh i'm just gonna let myself be sad for three weeks now I, I in a way i kind of in a respectful way you know to my sister i want to move on and and uh you know honor her in the ways that i can but i don't want to just like be sad i don't usually like to be sad anymore unlike the old days <laughs> but the yeah my my in-laws are in town as of right now we're recording actually midday on a wednesday because i have work off or at least i called work off um a few weeks ago so that mm-hmm. i could spend a little more time with my in-laws uh tomorrow is thanksgiving so we're stoked for that we have some really good desserts and we have really good uh smoked turkey coming up uh but actually we're not celebrating tomorrow we're actually going to celebrate on friday because we're going to take advantage of probably not too busy roads uh heading up to grand canyon or the the grand canyon tomorrow which is like a four and a half hour drive which is totally fine if we leave early and my in-laws get to see it for the first time so that'll be kind of fun nice but then yeah on friday we'll celebrate the eating and the festivities in that way so uh, I'm excited for that. I love cooking pies. Uh, we have a derby pie, which is a pie that is basically a pecan pie with chocolate. Pecan pie. And then we're also going to be doing my one. Heather's does the derby pie. I do a like really good apple pie. Um, Stella Parks online. She's a baker, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a James Beard Award baker. And I think I have a slight crush on her. She's amazing. And <laughs> Wait, she does Gwen know about this? this? Gwen doesn't know. Oh, Don't geez. tell her. Um, yeah. So, and then I am looking forward to making that. It's like I made it uh, in September and it was like so good. <laughs> so I'm going to make that again. And then uh, I'll be drinking some good bourbon likely and just enjoying the holiday spirit. And I'm with you, man. Like I'm ready for Christmas songs and that just holiday cheer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll transfer into kind of a uh, impromptu not impromptu but i didn't like write anything down for my sister trisha um but i did want to talk about her a little bit and i appreciate i i did write down on my notes that i just wanted to thank everyone that sent condolences uh you know i wanted to thank all of our listeners in general for just being great listeners um and i'm not like upset that people didn't reach out i'm just extra grateful for those who did reach out. So mm-hmm. we love you all, but I really do appreciate those who reached out and said, you know, here's my condolences. And yeah, I appreciate that. Cause it, it has been a weird few weeks. Uh, so my sister, Trisha born April 19th, 1987. I was about to say 18 something. I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Uh, so she was 33 years old on, on uh, November 11th when uh, she went into a surgery, a very simple surgery. Um, like not even like scary at all. Like if I were going into it and, and when she went into it, she wasn't like worried, nothing bad. Uh, basically in the end, she had an adverse reaction to just the, the surgery and she woke up not in, you know, it was after the surgery and then she woke up and in the post-op kind of time frame, she, um, had a heart attack and um and she's 33 years old and basically all day long like from you know mid-morning to the evening she just kept having heart attacks and the first time they performed cpr it took about 20 minutes they said to get her stable and um 
she's a fighter. Um, but I know that after, you know, what she had been through that day and luckily, you know, I, I think luckily, and I think this is what happened. I don't think she woke up after that, uh, or at least came to, um, so I don't think she was, you know, scared or in pain. And I'm a man of faith, and I know Robbie's a man of faith, and uh, we uh, we do believe that she's in a better place now. And uh, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful she, you know, was committed to God. And um, and I'm grateful that she um, she actually always kind of knew that she was going to die young. She wrote about it and like talked about it sometimes. And and it was like, it wasn't morbid or anything. I don't even think she was like this downer. I just think she even wrote in one of her journal entries, like, if I die before my parents. Um, and it was noted to her, like, that was actually not even just in a journal. That was given to my mom. Um, so I, I, I'm happy that she's in a better place. I, I miss her. She was, who she was, was someone special. That's for sure. Um. I have three older sisters and she was the middle one of them. And she always supported me. She always um, pushed me forward in in silly ways sometimes. But I'll tell you this, if it weren't for Trisha, I wouldn't be recording right now. I mean that because the reason I have a podcast is because Adam Rostad read my blog and he was so blown away by kind of the, the, the journaling of the blog that he was like, we should do something together. And the reason I wrote a blog was because Trisha said, you need to chronicle this journey you're doing to find, in this case, Eagle Rare 17. And I was like, I should do some sort of like, uh, what did I say? I said, I should do a scrapbook. And she's like, no, you should write a blog. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, that's not a bad idea. And so that's what led me to the blog. Trisha was solely responsible for me writing a blog. And then, you know, that's that's what helped the podcast today. So for those of you who enjoy Chill Filtered and enjoy uh, what we're doing even right now, thank Trisha because she had a big hand in that. And she supported my jewelry. She supported my um, becoming an actuary. She was a very big fan of me. And Trisha, I thank you so much. So that's all I'm going to say about Trisha. Um, but I am going to drink this drink today, this pour of Red Breast 21 in honor of her. So thank you, Trisha. Mm-hmm. Cheers up there i'd pour out a little for you my homie um but maybe you'd prefer that i drink it so that's what i'm <laughs> gonna say maybe i will pour a little out for the homie there you go. Uh, but that's what i got um let's uh maybe well, any any other thoughts yeah, robbie before uh, we send it to break i just want to add something too real quick um please you got please. me on and i'm like i'm a total empath so like you got me cheering up over here man but uh um it's really cool so um uh, Cole actually set up, and I'll share this because I don't. Cole's one to toot his oh, own yeah, horn. Right, please, yeah, yeah. But uh, he set up a GoFundMe yeah. for his sister, and um, the is it the letter that she'd written to your parents? Is that what is is on the GoFundMe? This was just a random like journal entry that we found, but she meant it to be found. Okay, yeah. so anyway, I I mean, I, you know, you don't have to, you know put any money towards the GoFundMe or anything, but if you want to read something Please, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, don't feel obligated. Yeah, but if yeah. you want to read something beautiful, something that's going to really, uh, I don't know. Like I met Trisha once, uh, and that's when we were in uh, Colorado, and I was like, she's a really nice gal. That's right. But uh, reading through this, man, just what a beautiful soul. Like I wish I was this thoughtful and articulate. So it's a really cool um, entry on GoFundMe. Read it. It'll uh, it'll make you happy. Maybe even think, like it made me think about like, man, I need to, make things clear for my family too. So it's a really awesome thing. And just you see what kind of a beautiful person she was. Um, but if you just search, yeah. uh, Trisha Seabald, um, go on GoFundMe, it'll yep. come up and it's really cool. So yeah, check that out. Or if you search on Google, um, college fund in honor of Trisha, you'll find it. It's, it, it'll say college fund in honor of Trisha Seabald, but you don't even need to type in Seabald because some people don't know how to spell that. <laughs> I, I didn't the first time might. I met you. Cole Seabale. Yeah. And I almost <laughs> spelled your name with an IE the oh. other day and I caught myself. I'm like, why would I do that? I'm yeah. No girl. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but anyway, go read the GoFundMe. It's really it's pretty beautiful. And uh pour yourself a nice dram and uh say cheers yeah. to Trisha. So that's all I gotta add, Cole. Yeah. No, yeah, and then one one more shout out that um meant a lot to me. Uh I've told you, you know, I've said that there are plenty of 
our listeners that reached out and just gave condolences. Um, but one guy texted me, and I just want to give a huge shout out to to James uh, Cuddy, uh, also known as James from Brooklyn. Uh, he texted me, and he's like, "We poured, you know, we poured a pour." of whiskey in her honor tonight. And I'm like, you know what? That's so cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I, I'm so grateful for the condolences, but I was so grateful that someone just like drank in her honor too. So if you're out there and you want to drink in Trisha's honor, drink with us. So um, that's all I got before we go to break. Any other thoughts before we do that? Oh man, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's just do it. All right, we're sending it a break. We'll be right back and we'll be talking about history of Redbreast 21 and related things. So here we go. <laughs> All right, we are back. Um, so, yeah, today we're drinking Redbreast 21. This is not our first Redbreast product on the podcast. In fact, we've done two episodes so far. Uh, I am a huge Redbreast fanboy. It is, in my opinion, the best Irish whiskey brand. Uh, that's just me. Uh, but in episode 51, we drank Redbreast 12 cast strength. And episode 109, back in like July, when we were, it might have been July or August when we released it, uh, when we were recording at your place, Robbie, we drank Redbreast Lustau, mm-hmm. which is a specific um, sherry finished. Uh, it was only a 10-year, though, so it was the lowest of the age statements. But anyway, check them out if you haven't yet. Uh, the first first thing I wanted to talk about is, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but it's a little bit mixed up. Uh, is there a Redbreast distillery? And the answer to that is, so there there is no technical Redbreast distillery. Redbreast is owned by a company called Irish Distillers and is distilled and produced at the new Middleton Distillery in Middleton in County Cork, Ireland. Uh, Irish Distiller is behind a lot of brands of Irish whiskey. Not all of them, but probably most of them, to be honest. Um, Jameson, Powers, Patty, Middleton, Green Spot, Yellow Spot, Red Spot, and now Blue Spot. But they're all, you know, the spots are all the same. They're like, what is it, Mitchell and Sons <laughs> or something like that. But they're separate named, you know. So they're they're not called like the Spot Whiskeys, but they're separately named, you know, whatever. Yeah, come on. So anyway. Um, there used to be an old Jameson like distillery where they made that kind of stuff. And that was in Dublin and there's, it's still there and there's, is basically a museum, but a uh, product production is now in County Cork or Middleton area. So, uh, way South of Dublin where it used to be. Uh, and the Jameson distillery, um, no, I already, I already mentioned that. So anyway, uh, we've talked about this before, but I wanted to simplify something that I've spoken about before. Redbreast is a single pot still whiskey. What does that mean? Uh, you know, we've talked about what makes those things, but uh, simplifying it, there are three slash four types of Irish whiskey. There's single malt, there is single pot still, there's single grain, and there's blended. Uh, just remember this, when it comes to single pot still, it is a mixture of malted barley and non-malted barley. And there are rules of that ratio. Um, but that's the biggest difference is that, you know, it has a pot still, but I believe single malt, and I might be wrong, but I believe single malt also has to be a pot still. But single pot still does as well. You have to have a pot still, but uh, it is a mixture of non-malted and unmalted barley. And they used to tax whiskey based on the malted barley content, or at least the malted barley they used. So they started mixing in unmalted barley, which wasn't taxed at least as much. And uh, that would cut the cost of taxes. And But to me, single pot still is the best, uh, to me, of the <laughs> you know the four types. Uh, like I mentioned, or I haven't mentioned this, so green spot, all the spots, uh, powers, Middleton, very rare, they're all single pot still whiskeys. Uh, Redbreast also has uh, a 12 year standard, a 12 year cast strength, which we've had episode 51. They have a 15 year, what we're drinking today, the 21 year. And they recently started releasing a 27 year. And I don't know if that was like a, 
standard release. I think it might have been, but it's just rare. I have seen it at stores, and it's usually around four to four fifty to five hundred dollars. Uh, but it's a port cask finish too, and it's like I could not imagine how good that thing yeah. would be. Uh, and then they do have the Lustau variety, episode 109, we did that. Uh, they also do what's called a dream cask, uh, which is like really small bottles that they release to their, like basically their fan club. Uh, and some are like 32-year wow. Irish whiskeys, which is like, I could not imagine <laughs> how crazy that would be. Um, in 2018, among other years, there were a lot of awards that Redbrush 21 has, has received. Uh, in 2018, though, Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible gave the 21-year the runner-up to the World Whiskey of the Year. Not surprised. This is a tank. Not, not tank in like a blow-your-face-off way, but like this is the ultimate hub-it-a-what notes uh, on a whiskey. Like you're like, oh, I expect this. And the, what the heck just happened in my mouth? So that's kind of, <laughs> that's the hub of what you will likely experience in this what uh, just pour. happened in my mouth? <laughs> so what we're drinking today, the 21-year uh, red breast, uh, aged in used bourbon casks and also first fill Oloroso sherry butts. And we haven't said this in a while, but Robbie. <laughs> sherry butts drive me nuts. They do. They do. <laughs> so... Uh, they use copper pot stills, you know, as I mentioned, it has to be for Benjamin a copper pot, pot still status. What's that? Is it Benjamin Copperpot? Who's the one-eyed Willie? Oh, I don't know. It's something Copperpot. Sorry. That's funny. No, it's not. No, you're good. <laughs> no, it made me think of this. I saw this meme the other day that was like the ultimate like British name. And it was like Butterfield something or like I, I it's terrible because i can't say it but the first name was like butterfield but it was like a it was a grocery store product and it was like oh is that that guy from that british movie <laughs> and uh and now i can't finish it so everyone pretend to laugh so i'm gonna say um, cool real quick as soon as you said i saw yeah. this meme i thought to myself man oh no it's chester Copperpot. man anytime someone tries to describe a meme it usually doesn't work out let's see what happens here with cole yeah yeah they didn't i'm sorry yeah and then there's this old Far Side comic where, and this is a funny one that I could probably <laughs> say, but there's a Far Side comic where they're like public, public uh, comic reading, and there's all these people like like sitting on the ground, and this one guy's like reading a comic book, and he's like, and then in the next panel, <laughs> this dog says to that dog, and it's just like how you can't read comics out loud, basically. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. So anyway. Um, this bottle is triple, or the, the pour is triple distilled, uh, which is not uh, necessary to be a Irish whiskey, but I would say most Irish whiskeys are triple distilled, which gives it a very clean, potentially even oily, greasy, huh. um, in, a, in, a, in a pleasant way, um, mouthfeel, uh, but it's also crisp. Crisp and clean is a good word that comes from that. Uh, 92 proof, so 46% alcohol. And if you remember uh, the episode where we drank the 12 year cast strength, Adam gave that a 10 out of 10. The only 10 out of 10 this uh, podcast has ever seen uh, was episode 51. But this pour honestly blows the 12 year cast strength out of the water. Mm -hmm. So um, total wine price is about $270. And uh, that's all I got. So uh, let's, let's pop this cork and let's... Uh, Let's start drinking. I'm going to pour a little extra today. Today's a good that. day. You do that. Yeah. Drink, day drinking. Yeah. You got to pour a little extra. Day drinking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like two o'clock right now. Literally. Here we go. We ready for this big pot? It's going to be a nice one. I can tell Let's it's see. a snug fit. Oh, that was a good one. I already did my pour. So I did my, yeah. my ASMR pour already. Uh-huh. But, uh, oh, man. And I know I've mentioned this many times, but this is the whiskey that turned me on to whiskey. It smells so good. Yeah. I poured Hey, it. tell that story, I guess. I don't think we've ever told the, the funny part of that story. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, well, uh, tell me when we get to the funny part. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we was here, gosh, it was probably like 2000. That was a good. 15, 2014? 16. 16? 15. Yeah, somewhere. Like yeah, it was probably 15 or 16. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
at that point I was just into mixed drinks. I love making mixed drinks. And, uh, Nicole was like on his whiskey kick. Have you started the blog by that point? Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, so like, we're like, okay, well, Chelsea and I are trying to plan the week and we're like, well, Cole likes whiskey. So we're going to go to the whiskey bar in Boise. So we went down there and, uh, Cole spends a ton of time just looking at the bottles of the bar. I'm at the, I'm oh, sitting in, I'm sitting at the booth. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Whatever. I don't know. And, uh, he comes back over and goes, Robbie, come here. You got to try this. So I'm like, okay, we'll go over there. And he goes, this is the best, one of the best whiskeys you'll ever have. And he, you know, he just, just orders it. He goes, let mm. me, he goes, let me pay for it. And I'm like, no, no, I'll pay for it. He goes, let me pay for it. And the guy goes, that'll be $80. And I go, yeah, cool. You can pay for it. And, <laughs> uh-huh. so, and luckily I had the money, but I was like, did not expect it to be that much. It was marked up. <laughs> so anyway, tried it. And, yeah. you know, we'll get into the notes that we're getting now, but I, was amazed that this was even a whiskey like i had never tasted anything like it like yeah. it, it was more like drinking a juice in my opinion so it was and i was like yeah this is what whiskey can be and like from that point on i was like there's got to be other things that are just as good i gotta try them. it's like pokemon man i'm like i gotta catch them all so anyway yeah hey it'll set you in motion if you if you aren't into whiskey yet so and I tell you, the nose on this is so crisp. Like this is, yeah. Like the mm-hmm. definition is of just a crisp. It's so pleasant. It, oh my gosh! Like the vapor on it's like not really there, but kind of. I don't even know how to. Yeah. If if someone handed this to me and I had never tried whiskey before, I would think I could get into whiskey just based on this smell. Um, I, I'd be like, whiskey smells great. Um, because you know, when you're first into whiskey, you're like, oh, there's a lot going on there. I'm getting weird vapors of like alcohol and just like potentially, um, potent notes on, on the nose. Uh, this one is like, you know, it's super subtle, fruity. Oh my gosh. I take a sip. Appley fruity. You sipped it. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I interrupted you. And the nose has nothing on the palate. I, I've sipped it earlier this week, and I'm like, the nose is, like, not blowing my mind. No. But it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, the nose is great. But it wasn't like, like, whoa. Like, it was it was just standard amazing. But the palate, man. But let me, let me pull out a few notes before you get to the notes on the palate. Um, because I want to narrow down a few on the nose. Yeah, so a little bit of apples, a little bit of pears. Which is, oh, but there was something there, man. Uh, there is a sweetness that is just shiny. Like, it is not not your bourbon sweetness, not your rye sweetness. This is like, take some apples, bake them down, take some pears, bake them down, and put them in, like, a juice. And that is what you got. And it's good. So anyway, go ahead. You can you talk about the palate. I'm so glad you talked for a longer time because I just got to sit and enjoy. Mm. Mara's trying to distract me right now through the window, and I'm like trying to ignore her because this is uh, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) This is. Oh my goodness! Did you just take a sip? Yes. (laughs) It is so good. It is the most amazing amazing whiskey I've ever had. Well, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. So I, I used to say, was it Yamazaki 17 is the, my favorite. Is that what I would say? 18. 18. Yeah. Yamazaki, I would say mm. 17. 18 was my, is my favorite. I got to go back. This is my favorite whiskey ever. It is. My goodness. So good. Like, so th- when you first sip it, there's not a lot there and it just kind of tastes like your traditional Irish. Maybe it's like pear. Maybe it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Like just, first. Yeah. You're right. It's like mm-hmm. fruity me. And then all of a sudden it's j- to me, it is straight mangoes and it tastes like yeah. mangoes for the longest time like it just lingers forever it really does. and it is if this it if this is the definition of hubba da what it is yeah oh, if you've never had red breast 21 you gotta try it like you've gotta try it you it just at least show up to a whiskey bar and grab your some. mind yeah. for sure yeah pay whatever yeah. you gotta pay to try it once because it is yeah. blow your mind it's just straight mangoes and then like it's like drinking like yeah. it's like actually to me it's like uh the only time i really eat mangoes is the trader joe's freeze-dried like ones yeah and that's heck exactly yeah. what it tastes like to me it is so oh, fruity yeah. so amazing Oh, all right, cool. I'm gonna take another sip. Yeah, so you who would have thought? Oh no, I never no, yeah. would have. I never would have. And then I take. I'm like, yeah. this is, oh, hands down, the best whiskey and I've ever had. 
you're totally right about the uh, the first like you sip and you're like this kind of tastes like maybe a uh, little more buttery of a Jameson, and then it's like whoo, like there's this velvety mango that just shows up, and it's just like here, take this, and then like hands you a mango, and they're like now squish it in your hand and <laughs> and uh, and then put it in your face, and um, how do you eat? No, mangoes? I mean like it is. Yeah, <laughs> you ever you know that song of peaches by uh, the President. presidents of the United yeah. States of America, where he's like. He's like, uh, stuck my finger down inside. Wait, no, no. Uh, what does he say? Um, but he's like, oh, squished a rotten peach in my fist. <laughs> and like, it's just a funny song. But uh, all jokes aside, this is uh, like you're right about the the freeze dried mangoes where they're like, it's it's almost like even that texture in your mouth is similar to the texture of this whiskey. It's just very smooth no smooth is not the word i want to use dude um, i think you, i think you're having a rec- i think there's a reckoning here cole you've used smooth like two or three times since you've talked since that article mm-hmm. whiskey can be smooth mm-hmm. now it's not it the best be. descriptor descriptor it's vel- oh. velvety mm-hmm. so there is yeah just a butteriness that turns into this velvety mango mm-hmm. and it's candy and I could just keep drinking this. I'm really curious to see what this tastes like with water and ice. I have a feeling it might even. I it, not. Imp- I don't know if you if can improve this, but I better, do think it would be a whole different scene. Better. Yeah. I my. I don't know. I better tie. Yeah. I better tie my shoes extra tight because this? my sock's about to get knocked off. Um, yeah. So nose wise, I added some water and then sweeter on the nose for sure with some water. Hmm. A little bit more of that sweet pear sweetness there. Maybe a little bit of apple, but it's definitely it's definitely sweeter with the water for me. Okay, I'm adding a few drops right now. Doop, doop. Boop, doop, doop. That's what it sounds like when you drop water. Does it sound like... Boop, doop, 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 doop. Uh, you missed it. Boop, doop, doop. Oh, I guess. Oh. So what are you getting That's on the nose with the water? I, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it improved the nose. Um, uh, a, a little more vapors. That's about it. Um, really? Same same kind of notes. A little appley, a little pear-y, Um, but but it's, it's uh, muted a little more, and the alcohol vapors show up a little more. That's about it. See, I'm gonna take a sip. I wasn't getting more alcohol. I, I definitely got sweeter. I wasn't getting much more vapors. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, um, for me, it was a lot sweeter for sure. I like the nose with water mm-hmm. better. What are you thinking on your palate? Palate's still amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it even potentially extends the palate a little longer uh, in the finish <clears throat> with the um, mango and like just tropical fruits in general, um, I don't think it's worse, but I don't think it's better. I think there's probably a little more of the mouthfeel that I enjoy about the neat pour as opposed to the uh, water pour. Um, so slightly better on the neat, um, but barely. You think? Sl- okay. Let's, um, I, I'm still getting close. To, it's still amazing. It's not. You know, didn't didn't make it worse. I get a little more sweetness uh, on the palate. I get a little bit more vapor, but it's still that mango. Uh huh. Excuse me. Got a little bit of the whiskey burps. Um, still that mango. Oh man, uh-huh. I smoked some ribs yesterday too. Did a couple three racks. I smoked something too yesterday. Whoa, what did you smoke, Cole? Uh, pork butt. Ooh, hubba hubba. How did how, yeah. how to come out? Was it shreddable? Yeah, it was, but it wasn't my best pork butt. I don't think I uh, gave it enough of a rub because the flavor was good, but not as good as the last time. I, I kind of lightly rubbed it this time and just sprayed it down with some uh, apple cider the whole time. But it wasn't my best pork butt, but it was shreddable. Hey, um, but I, not as much as I hoped it would be either. Everybody yeah. knows you got to vigorously rub and make that butt feel better. Yeah, yeah. story of my life. Anyway, I did some ribs. So I'm like, and today for all I've eaten for breakfast and lunch, 
Um, oh, I so love eating the ribs for lunch my, my breakfast. My burp was definitely ribby. Ribby? Ribby. Like a McRib? Yes. The epitome, the, the epitome of a rib is the McRib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ultimate rib We're cla- is the McRib. It's yeah. a classy podcast where we drink Red Breast 21 and <laughs> eat McRibs. Yeah, at the same time, though. Mm. Um, yeah, you were saying about... Um, Oh, yeah, we were, we were talking about the water pour. Oh, still straight Do mango. you like the water pour more? Um, no, I don't think I do. They're close. They're very me. close. Okay, it's yeah. very close. I, I get a slight, very slight bitterness on it, which I'm not a fan of, uh-huh. um, compared to like no bitterness at all in the neat. So. Yeah, there's a slight metallic bitterness. It was what I'm getting. Yeah, okay. But it's not even that bad. Yeah, it's like just there. No, it's, yeah. I mean, it's still like with water, that's still one of the better whiskeys ever. Yeah. All right. So I just uh, dropped a cube. Bus driver. And I'm going to let it get a little colder and swish it around a little bit more. Do you think the ice will make it colder? Um, I don't know. Empirically, I would say yes, but theoretically, <laughs> not sure. Um. Who knows these days? Hey, since we're what wait- does ice even do? Since <laughs> since we're waiting for this ice to get going here, are you smoking your turkey tomorrow? Are you smoking it yourself or did you buy a smoked turkey? Yeah, Friday we will be smoking it. Yeah. Nice. I was thinking gonna- about doing a brisket on top of it, but nah, we're just going to do turkey. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the smoker going for a while. So you might have, I mean, brisket. Yeah, for while. sure. Are you going to spatchcock it? Um... From your experience, are you gonna spatchcock it? I'm not smoking. We're gonna we're gonna do the oven. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the, so here's the thing. So, <gasps> oh, Robbie, what? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no. Go. I'll tell after. Okay. So well, so uh, today it's snowed, and I don't have a blanket for my my smoker. So I was like, it's getting cold. So yesterday was like the la- it got kind of sunny. So yesterday was kind of be probably the last time I smoke for a while, just because it takes. Yeah, it's cold, but blasphemy. Yeah. Well, I, sorry, um, we don't all live in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so get this, Robbie. You'd be so happy about this. You know, when I was looking for a smoker, mm-hmm. you were like, hey, check out Camp Chef. Like, you know, you can look at all of them and check them out. But but you sold me on a Camp Chef. Mm-hmm. So my friend, his name is Braxton. He was like his his dad was like hey i'm gonna buy you a smoker that's my gift for you this year for your birthday Mm -hmm. and you can choose whatever one you want i have prepped a good amount so that you can buy a really nice one or whatever one you choose and so he was like i have free reign of all types of pellet smokers because he wanted to go pellet smoker what a good dad yeah seriously and then he comes to me and he's like hey i'm thinking about this thinking about this i've checked out a few brands and i'm like check out camp chef um, because I was convinced by a lot of the things that you showed me and, and I have smoked on a Traeger and I've smoked on a camp chef and I was like, yeah, very much convinced that the camp chef was not only potentially the better value, but potentially the better smoker. Mm. And since I've, uh, done both uh, since I bought mine, mm-hmm. uh, I, I very much say it's even a better smoker than the, okay. at least the Traeger that I had access to. Uh, but I told him, you know, my thoughts and like kind of the modifications that you can do to it and stuff. And he he officially bought one. He nice. got a 24 uh, inch uh, camp chef. And I was like, Robbie would be so proud. I am proud. No, so. it is. You know, it's. It, I think like the more and like even like the people I know have Traegers who sp- yeah. spend on average probably two to three hundred more than the camp chef. Yeah. It just doesn't mm-hmm. have like. Camp Chef kind of got some bells and whistles, you know? Like, it's easy to clean your ashes out. It's easy to change out yeah. pellets, uh, throw on the sidekick, the sear thing. Like yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. versatile. And it's got the probes built in. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's good to yeah. go. I tell you what. So, I, the yeah. next thing I, I think I'm going to get is going to be a, uh, like, flat top girdle. Like, one of the Camp Chef flat top girdles because I... Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, they're pretty cool, too. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Ice-wise. Uh, yeah, so I want to say something. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a better nose than both the other pours. It's much sweeter to me, and I, I appreciate the difference in just the sweetness level going up. I, I think it is a better nose, but I'm about to go for a sip, so you go ahead. So nose-wise, I think water is my favorite. Well, that was the sweetest for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's still a little sweet. I don't know, not that, not not as much. Maybe it's just because I was coming from the one I thought was the sweetest. Um 
on the Palico, still a lot of the same. It, it did get colder. Interesting. Um, but I also, I also got a little bit more bitterness up front, but then the bitterness was gone pretty quickly. Um, still the most amazing mango you've ever eaten in your life. It's kind of like you just got oh, yeah. mango on your forehead, eating the best mango ever, like a cold eat a mango kind of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's still yeah, amazing. Yeah, how I eat mangoes. Still <laughs> amazing. So, yeah. It was, yeah. I think neat is definitely my favorite, but I, yeah. you know, water, great nose, uh, still a lot of good palate. And then ice was, eh, as far as compared to the other two. Mm-hmm. But if you just gave me the ice, which is my least favorite, this is still an amazing. Oh, recipe. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think I remember on the 12 year cast strength episode, me and Adam gave it. I think a better potentially, well, at least different, but like still incredible, um, like feel for the ice pour versus the neat pour. Uh, that being said, I, I agree with you completely, Robbie, that it is good. It's very good. It's fantastic, but it doesn't do any, um, any better than the other two, especially the neat pour. Um, it's just watered down. That's what it tastes like with a little bit of cold. It's still good. There's the bitterness is almost non-existent and that's awesome. Um, the, the sweetness is there. The mangoes there. It's just watered down. Um, and it's just not better in that way, but it's still good. So, um, man, what are we going to rate this? Don't, don't tell me what your rating is. Cause I'm actually going to think about this one a lot. Cause this is on the top easily nine mid nine range, but I want to give it, <laughs> give it a, good score i love you say what are we yeah, gonna rate I got this? mine don't I got tell mine. me <laughs> yeah right. do you do you know yours oh i do for sure yep okay cool i'll let you go first <laughs> after all that don't tell me you're gonna let me go first okay um this no, that was a trick you passed no hands down my favorite whiskey ever um but i know the, mm-hmm. the other thing with that though is i gotta go like the yam 18 next to it just to kind of see for sure mm-hmm. because maybe it's just whichever one i, I drank more recently uh, but this is yeah. seriously. You see it. You got haven't tried it. You've got to. I mean, you might you might upset the wife a little bit. You might upset your husband a little bit by buying a probably more expensive than you should uh, two ounces of this. Yeah. But it is phenomenal. And if you like it with ice, you're gonna get a phenomenal one. If you like it with water, you're getting phenomenal whiskey. You like it neat, you're getting phenomenal. This is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, probably I, this is the highest ranking I'm going to give any whiskey yet so far. I'm going to leave a little bit of room because if something else comes in there, but I'm going to go 9.85 on this. This is Dang. amazing. I could drink yeah. this all day. No, that's day. awesome. All, I mean, like this is one of the things. Like, oh, for sure. Like if I went to uh, like Mexico or Caribbean or some sort of tropical place and it's like Mai Tais, yeah. daiquiri kind of things. Like I like sweet drinks when you're there in those places. I would just drink this neat instead, like if I had access to it, because it is yeah. so mangoey, so fruity, so below your mind. Amazing. Yeah. 9.85. Yeah. What do you got, Cole? I just want to say excellent job, Redbreast. Excellent job, Ireland in general. Uh, this one, I'm going to give a 9.58. I still, I, I, I got to say, in terms of the non American whiskeys, this is top three in that I've ever had. Uh, okay. That up there, certainly as well with like Yamazaki 18. Um, I don't know what else. Those are top two, probably. Non American whiskeys just blow your mind good. That, I, I still think that there are a few that we've had even on the podcast, like, uh, like the uh, Single Oak Project from Buffalo Trace. I still think that beats this. But slightly. I want to say I gave that a 9.6 or a 9.7. And that's why I gave it slightly less than that. I gave it a 9.58. Easily top tier. Um, I would say this is in the top 10 I've ever had uh, on my secondary rating. Um, Yeah, I, I just think that no one expected this out of you know, being handed an Irish whiskey and Irish whiskey is good. Like I, I've talked mm-hmm. about this plenty of times that you can, you can go through some Irish whiskeys in my house just because they're trusty, they're sweet, they're clean. Um, they just, they can, they can leave the bottle quickly. This one, it's this mixture of like, holy cow, I didn't expect that. 
But then it's also like it's a two hundred and seventy dollar bottle. You gotta yeah, it better protect be it in a way. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only downside is like yeah. I feel like the world wouldn't be able to handle this, or or people would <laughs> if this were if this were a hundred and twenty dollar bottle, the world wouldn't know what to do with itself. Here's my reason. <laughs> Because if everyone had, you know, reasonable access to this bottle at 120 bucks, then people would be spoiled. People mm. wouldn't know how to handle any other whiskey. People would just say, I only drink Redbreast 21 and everything else is crap compared to it. So there's something about it being a 270 bucks a bottle at least um, that protects it in a way. And yeah. I, I hate that I say that because it's like that sounds lame that like, but people would be spoiled if they if it wasn't that way so yeah huge ratings huge score well done ireland well done Redbreast. well done middleton new middleton distillery that's all i got man um any other thoughts before we move over to the next segment no you can't say enough good things about it so this is good yeah i'm gonna pour a little more so let's uh let's transition to whiskey world news Right here's a part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this one comes from the Whiskey Wash, and it's written by Nino Kilgore Marchetti. Kilgore. Uh, what's, this, uh, what's the uh, stick song? Um, Kilroy. Kilroy. Oh, nice. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Is it Mr. Roboto? I don't. I think it's Mr. Roboto at the end of it. Kilroy, oh, and I don't know what that means. But anyway, Kilgore. Um, so this one's titled, Iowa Becomes First State Where a Craft Whiskey Maker Outsells the Big Guys. Uh, Cedar, wow. Yeah, I know. I caught my attention when I was going through. Uh, Cedar Ridge is an American whiskey distillery out of Iowa. We visited some time mm. back. Taking note at the time of how impressive an operation alongside the quality whiskeys they produce. Their flagship bourbon is also as local as it gets. For example, being made from 74% family farm corn and winning numerous awards over the years. Iowans have apparently taken a liking to it also, with it recently being announced this whiskey, based on data from state's alcohol control division, is the number one selling bourbon there. Uh, The Iowa Alcoholic Beverage Division, according to information put forth by Cedar Ridge, recently posted the rolling 12-month sales revenue by category, and Cedar Ridge Iowa Straight Bourbon Whiskey is now the number one selling 7-milliliter bottle. Kilgore, you just said that. Uh, To this end, it has surpassed... Mass-produced Maker's Mark and Jim Beam as the top seller, and perhaps more interestingly, is said to be the first craft distillery in the country to produce the number one selling bourbon in any state. When we started Cedar Ridge, we had no idea we'd ever become number one in the state in the huge category of bourbon, Uh, said CEO founder Jeff Quint in a prepared statement. That said, we're proud and elated to get there. It's important to us that we be relevant and successful on our home field first and foremost. Iowa should be exporting bourbon, not importing it. That's a pretty bold statement right there. That's awesome. Wow. Um, skip down here just a little bit. Uh, uh, Cedar Ridge, playing the role of hometown favorite, has tried for many years to get Iowans to recognize the value of drinking local whiskey produced from local corn. Iowa produces, Iowa produces more corn than any state in the country, and its distilled spirits wow. are made from corn, noted Jeff Quint. Yet, before Cedar Ridge, we Iowans were importing 100% of the $350 million in distilled spirits we consume each year. We were selling four, we were selling $4 worth of corn to other states, then buying back $40 worth of spirits made from our own corn. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, for those who don't know of Cedar Ridge, it was founded in 2005 as the first licensed distillery in the state of Iowa since Prohibition. The Quints come from a long family of tradition of Iowa farmers and distillers, including Jeff's father and several generations before him, who produced locally made wines and brandies. Cedar Ridge produces wine from its own estate grapes and making its own spirit from engineered German pot stills. So that's the article right there, but I don't know, Cole, any thoughts right off the top there? No, yeah, I, I like that. I, I think that was actually a great episode because it, I mean, a great article rather, um, because I think this is a great episode. No, um, I, I love that. You know, uh, I've actually seen that label. I've never bought it yet, but I would love to. Uh, we got to reach out to Cedar Ridge now. Yeah. Um, Iowa's got a lot going on, man. I almost took a job in Iowa. If, you know, if they offered me a job, I might have. Um, but uh, I. I think that's like, honestly, that's like such a huge deal. Like there's like, 
there's, you know, getting awards and stuff like that, but there's nothing beyond like selling a good amount to your own people. Mm-hmm. And people are proud of that. Like you could tell if people are buying more Cedar Ridge than Jim Beam or like Jack Daniels or something like that, uh, that is pretty special. Yeah. And so, I, especially for something you're proud of as a state, like, you know, Idaho's proud of potatoes, Philly is proud of cheesesteaks. But Iowa should be very proud of their bourbon. I we gotta get we gotta reach out to them and have them uh, on the uh, podcast for sure. So I was just looking it up too, and it's a forty dollar bottle. So to sell a forty dollar nice. bottle over these major distilleries, you know, like at twenty, yeah. you know, twenty five dollars, that's easy. Gotta say something yeah. there. So it's super interesting. I think it's awesome too that you know, just kind of that craft movement of like, hey, this is available, and then it's kind of your own thing. Like, come get it. You know, I think. You know, we made a huge deal of Del Bach because that it's been amazing. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you're like, these guys know what they're doing. Like this is good. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Like good for them, you know, selling more than the big guys. Like that's awesome. So, yeah. and I think, you know, good on you, especially with the bourbon boom. It's like one of those things where it's like, Hey, people are making good stuff and you, and wherever you can find the good stuff. Hey, I'm happy about that. So yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to be said real quick about the craft beer market and the craft bourbon, or at least the craft beer scene versus the craft bourbon scene. Mm-hmm. Craft beer is usually preferred, but I don't know if that's always, I, I would actually say it's not the case with craft bourbon. Yeah. Uh, so that is a huge deal. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd agree. You know, your average collector in, or your average drinker in Iowa is like, I'm going to go with the local stuff. And I think that's awesome. So. Well, I think the part of it, too, like, you know, we've, you mm-hmm. know, we've poo-pooed some uh, on, you know, uh, craft distilleries because it's just one of those things where it's like, if you ha- I think whiskey takes a while to really perfect. You know what I mean? It does. Um, mm-hmm. But whereas your, yeah. your uh, craft beers, like, it doesn't take as long and it's kind of fun. Yeah. But wherever I go, I always look for something that's regional, right? I think that a lot of us do that. We just go, yeah. I can't get this somewhere else. I'm visiting. What can I have? You know? Um Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to see it kind of take off and where someone's kind of nailing it. You know, I think uh, there's a couple others that I, I really like that I feel like do a good job. So, you know, good on them. Here we yeah. Go. Yeah. So have you read, actually you should, it's called oh gosh, uh, Whiskey Business and it's the history of like the craft alcohols. And no. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's, so they talks a lot about like uh, Old Potrero out of, um, San Francisco yeah. being one of the like first craft whiskeys and Maker's Mark being another mm-hmm. big craft whiskey back in the day. And then just like craft beers yeah. and craft or even just like, uh, what is it? Gosh, one of the vodkas, Svedka vodka, I think it is being kind of a uh-huh. niche craft for a while there. So it's really cool. It's, it just talks about the rise of just craft, smaller distilleries and operations in general. So that's a good that's one. Cool. The whiskey business. Yeah. So anyway, okay. uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's cool. Now let's uh, let's move on to our next segment. I think we're going a little long today, but oh, I'm sure people will forgive us. Um, we're going to move over to what whiskey to choose, and Robbie's got it this week. Yeah, so this is a fun time of the year. Um, you know, you start seeing the gift pack come out at the liquor store, which I love uh-huh. because you know like you can. It's and it's typically you know kind of your your fast food whiskeys, your fast food liquors, uh, but they always have like buy this bottle and you get this thing free with it. Um, and I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. I love getting something free. I love getting, uh, I'll probably get into my answer here in a second, but I love getting something to go <laughs> with my bottle. And sometimes it's even cheaper to buy it where you get the bottle and then you get this, whatever comes with it. Yeah. And I love that. So I don't know, Cole, this may not be up your alley. Cause you're kind of like you, I don't necessarily see you going for this as much as I do, but uh-huh. Have you been to the liquor store lately and seen one of these like yeah. holiday commemorative things? What one are you going to buy? What's your holiday get something free with your bottle pick? That's a good question. Now, does it have to be a real option that I've seen? Um, or does I, it have to be a like a I don't like, just get it with the cool crystal cut glass or something like that. Well, it's just like, you know, you you see the pack. So it'd be preferable if you've actually seen it if you're going to say like I'm going to get the bottles of Redbreast 21 with a free lightsaber. That's uh-huh. actually a lightsaber. That's that's going to beat anything I say. Yeah. yeah. But it'd be preferable. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I usually see it with um, 
like Jack Daniels mm-hmm. or Maker's Mark or what else have I seen? I've seen Jameson easily up there. Um, yeah, you know, if I saw something with a crystal cut, like, you know, old fashioned glass, I would probably lean towards that more than any of the other types of glasses. Okay. I do like a nice sharp, sharply cut crystal, um, set. Um, so what have you seen with that then Cole? Have you seen that? I don't know if I've seen it. I, I don't look too close when I, when I see them, but I see like at, even at the grocery store in Arizona, you'll see oodles of oodles oh. liquor. We haven't had oodles appearance yet. for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. Oodles is back baby. It's, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I might lean out of the the ones that I have seen, you know, they're on the, the lower end of the price range. Yep. Uh, but if I saw a Jameson one, I might pick up a Jameson one. So, uh, you know, I haven't had Jameson on the shelf for a while and maybe they have a cool crystal cut glass one, but I don't, I, from, from recollection of, you know, what I've seen, I don't remember if any have a crystal cut glass, but I would lean towards that. Um, but yeah, let's just say Jameson. So Jameson's holiday thing. Okay. So I'm, I'm yeah. kind of with you. Um, and typically like crown Royals the one I buy, cause they always have a good, Oh, for sure. They could have, have a good, uh, rocks glass with it um however nice. this year i did buy myself some makers because it came with a pair of socks and it was <laughs> nice yeah. does it have like whiskey on the socks oh it, it had the it had the bottle on it so it had like the you know the oh, bottle with the, the wax on it and all of that and so it's kind of fun so i bought that but you know there's the things like like bullet has a really bullet has a lot of cool different ones where like the glasses or they have like shakers uh-huh. or ornaments kind of thing so but my, oh, i'm sure yeah. i'm going with makers with the socks you're going with jameson with whatever jameson sells yeah perfect or at least yeah yeah that'll be that'll be for the record yeah yeah so i I, although i could definitely go over some whiskey socks i'm not a not a big crazy socks wearer guy but sometimes you got to like subtly represent some the scene i gotcha so that's pretty cool all right yeah so anyway and then um oh go ahead no i'm good i'm done yeah so uh one reminder to you Robbie and you might have been on top of this is that uh somewhere in December we're going to be recording maybe in 2 weeks or so we're going to be recording our Christmas episode mm-hmm. in which we buy each other uh a gift so make sure you're ready to ship via courier the um your side of things and all I still haven't gotten you something I'm still thinking about it oh, actually I've, I've got you figured to, like, out I just got to make order. it very special I I got to figure it okay, out cool. or, I got to order it so yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I have a good feeling about what's going to be, but I am still not like settled on it yet, okay. but don't go too uh, crazy. Here, we're, we're actually, oh yeah. yeah. What, what do we have a limit? Maybe, uh, what, what, do we give a limit? I don't think we did. Let's just say, just don't go too okay, crazy. Okay. That's fine. Don't fine go too that. crazy. Yeah, Cause you're, don't go you're too crazy, crazy yeah. kind of guy. I can be, I love gift giving. You, you it's are. one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so uh, one other thing, uh, in previous weeks before uh, the, um, or was it last week? No, no, it was a few weeks ago we did a uh, what should we drink next on Instagram. It was like a month ago. And what was ago, chosen man. was between Balvini Peat Week and the Green Spot Chateau Leva Barton. We're actually going to push that back a little bit because we just drank an Irish whiskey and that is an Irish whiskey. The Chateau Leva Barton was. So... Um, quick, Robbie, is there any whiskey that you can think we should put up next for next week in the one-to-one head-to-head? Okay. I still really want, I'm putting up the Balvenie because that's a scotch, right? Okay. So we're not doing another yep, Irish, right. but I definitely want to do that Balvenie. Uh, we could that's paint. a big one. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm so excited. So I'm one. not going to put the Irish next to it, but I'm going to put, um, what else do we have? Dude, we've got so much. I just was looking at my We shelf. do. There was just a courier shipment this oh, week, man. too. Um, um, so we go back towards like the, the smoke wagon, maybe? Or what else? Yeah, we let's do that. Smoke wagon versus Balvini Pete Week. Okay. That's a good one. Perfect. We'll do the uncut, unfiltered. Yeah. Nice. All right. And uh, yeah, that'll be good. So we're not doing terrible on time. We're just about in an hour. We're there. And uh, well, I think. Yeah, I think we'll just wrap it up here. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for you know putting up. It, it, it has been. It feels like it's been a while since a regular episode. I think it was the uh, Bluebird Single Malt was our last yeah. regular episode. 
So we're, we're grateful to get back in the swing of things. We're grateful to kind of just chug along with kind of our standard episodes, which people enjoy so much. Oh, they love it. Yeah, it's the um, best. Yeah, people love us, man. <laughs> and gosh so, darn it, people uh, like us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you uh, enjoyed this uh, review. And I would call it a, a stellar review on the on the behalf of Redbreast. I hope uh, you can find a bottle too. And uh, you know what, Cole? I really hope that your trip to the Grand Canyon is great. And I hope that, you know, you're doing well, man. And and I hope you continue to uh, kind of mourn and figure things out. And I I really appreciate you just kind of sharing what was on your heart, man. So I hope hope it goes well for you. Yeah, thank you. And I hope, listeners, that our love of spirits lifted yours. (laughs) 